All You Need to Know, the NDTV Profit Podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from NDTV Profit and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 31st of January. First up, it's good news for India's economy. A day before the union budget, the International Monetary Fund has revised its forecast for India's growth to 6.7% in the current financial year. That's 40 basis points higher than its previous forecast. The IMF also revised its forecast for FY25 and 26 by 20 basis points each. It now projects GDP to grow by 6.5% in both fiscals. The economy is likely to be driven by domestic demand, according to the fund. In corporate news, Tata Consultancy Services has signed a new 15-year contract with Aviva. The new contract will see the IT firm deploy a TCS Banks-based platform to service 5.5 million Aviva customers for their insurance and pension requirements, according to a release that was issued on Tuesday. Analysts indicated that the deal could be worth over $1 billion over 15 years, but there's no um, amount that was disclosed by the company. Moving on, the NCLT has accepted a petition from Mad Men Film Ventures, which is a shareholder of Z Entertainment Enterprises, regarding the merger with Sony's Indian subsidiary that has been terminated. Mad Men approached the NCLT, urging both Z as well as Sony to move forward with the merger, which had received the approval from the tribunal in August uh, last year. Moving on to international news now, the Israeli military has said it It is engaged in the fiercest fighting yet in Gaza, in the southern city of Khan Yunis. Israeli troops have killed or captured most of the commanders of two of Hamas's five fighting brigades, both based in the north of Gaza, according to an Israeli military intelligence officer. According to that officer, Israel is still many months away from achieving its goals, which include capturing or destroying munitions and weapons and rendering Hamas military bases and tunnels inoperative. Accomplishing that will likely take all of 2024 and perhaps even longer, according to him. U.S. consumer confidence increased in January to the highest level since the end of 2021 as Americans grew more upbeat about the economy and the job market amid expectations of easing inflation. Now, expect global markets to be cautious today ahead of the outcome of the Fed meeting. The Fed is slated to conclude its two-day meeting later tonight where policymakers are expected to hold interest rates steady. Traders have trimmed their bets on a rate cut in March, pricing in just about a 1 in 3 chance. That's a Bloomberg report. On to geopolitics. Uh, Saudi Arabia has resumed talks with the US about forging closer defense ties after a pause following the start of the Israel-Hamas war in early October. And that's according to a Bloomberg report. Discussions took place in the town of Aluva, in northwestern Saudi Arabia between the de facto ruler Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman and U.S. senators earlier this month. On the agenda was a revival of earlier negotiations about a defense pact that would also have included a historic tie-up between Saudi Arabia and Israel. 
And finally, Japan's factory output has rebounded in December, supporting the view that the economy returned to growth in the final quarter of last year, even as doubts remain about the strength of domestic demand. Industrial production gained 1.8% from November after falling the previous month as output of machinery and chemicals expanded. That was the biggest gain since June, though smaller than the consensus view for a 2.5% increase. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended mixed with the Dow gaining about 0.3% and the Nasdaq falling about three quarters of a percent. The S&P 500 ended flat. And we've also got a mixed start to trade in the Asia-Pacific region, with two of the three early rises starting in the red. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex. And we're clearly, clearly seeing budget-induced volatility in our markets. Uh, and that is substantiated by the VIX closing at the highest level for the current financial year, not just for the current calendar, I mean, current financial year. So it just shows uh, how major events tend to bring about some high volatility. Couple this up with the fact that, as you noted too, that uh, the FOMC decision today could have a bearing. So I think all of this put together, brought. I, I think that is what brought about the move that we saw yesterday. And very like, I mean, there was a sharp downside, very sharp downside in trade. So you could argue that in, in a sense, trends might have been broken around, but the respite is maybe, just maybe, that the Nifty closed about to 21,500 and the global markets are okay. They were not terrible. Um, so I think it's an, it's an interesting phase of trade today, I must say, because uh, while, pe- while, the, while the consensus has been go out and buy Indian markets at every dip, there is a looming risk of Fed speak not being very dovish and therefore, it is actually advisable to be cautious on longs. Uh, never mind what your stance or how strong the business momentum may be. Uh, an overall market move downwards, if indeed the Fed speak is not dovish, should not be ruled out. So I'm not suggesting one way or the other the markets will go up or down. Frankly, who knows? But is it advisable to be cautious on longs? I think the answer should be an unequivocal yes. Now, yesterday... Uh, Aside of the corrective moves that we've seen in the index heavyweights, I was just trying to think of what else as a sector stands out. And frankly, consumer durable numbers across the board are not looking strong, particularly the air conditioning companies. Uh, We've seen a miss from Havels as well earlier. I think that's a pocket that people need to be very, very careful of. Never mind the fact that there is summer coming. I think um, at some point of time, the conversations with the managements about what their belief is about quarter four and maybe quarter one would be important. Is there hope or does channel destocking lead to them being constructive about sales? I think that's the key question. Now, stocks to watch today. Uh, first off results, uh, there is uh, Ganesha Ecosphere, which has launched its QIP, 300 crores or 350 crores, uh, including green shoe floor price of 995, discount of 6% to the, to the closing price yesterday. Very likely that the stock may start off lower, but if the demand is higher, then may quickly recover. But just keep this one in mind uh, so that you know the reason why the stock is reacting this morning. Then the results, um, you know, I've just made it easy for people uh, so listeners, there are a clutch of results that have come out since we can't discuss everything. I'll give you a lowdown of what is a hit or a miss. So in terms of stocks, which have definitely had a good strong quarter, LNT, Cochin Shipyard, Piramal Pharma, 
and Mahindra and Mahindra Financial Services, particularly Cochin Shipyard and Pyramid Pharma. And I'll talk about them. These are arguably the stronger names. Uh, there is a miss for Voltas and Johnson Controls Hitachi, both room air conditioner stocks. SRF is a miss, but usually the stock reacts to the con call details later on in the day. VIP, JP Associates, uh, both are misses. And Keynes Tech seem to be in line. So these are and, and a very strong quarter, by the way, for Keynes. So in line, but a strong quarter. So at par, these are the kind of reactions that you should anticipate. Now, let me get into details of some of those. So uh, to start off with, actually, um, the room air conditioner company. So Voltas, revenues were up 30%, which is actually above estimates. But look at the EBITDA miss. Uh, EBITDA was down 63% at 28 crores versus estimates of 112 crores. Uh, margins at 1% versus 3.8%. The Bloomberg estimates was 4.7 and a net loss, uh, which continued to be there, 27 crores. The estimate was of a profit. Uh, not a great set of numbers uh, by Voltas. And, and this is something that should worry uh, people simply because uh, for far too long, there has been this promise which has actually been very, very, uh, how do I say, not substantiated uh, by, 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 by Voltas. So that is, I think, the problem uh, when it comes to uh, this particular company. Now, I was looking at the Macquarie note on Voltas, and they mentioned that the project business loses the drive, which led to their bitta miss. Uh, 63% decline because of the losses in the projects business, despite the revenue uptick is not great. And there is rising competition in the UCP and the disappointing project margins as well. Their target is still high, by the way, but uh, let's wait and watch if, uh, if, if this gets uh, neutralized at some point of time. Uh, and you know, this is compounded by the fact that uh, if Johnson controls Hitachi also had a weak quarter, uh, that's the other one. And, and channel checks, my brokerages suggest that uh, companies are struggling in terms of pricing wars seen across the majority of the players in the RAC space. So watch out for these two in the session today. Watch out for VIP. Revenues up just about 3.8%. Margins down 429 basis points. Pat down 83% at 7 crores versus estimates of 46 crores. Very likely the stock will have a maybe a negative reaction. So that's uh, Voltas. SRF2 had a forgettable quarter, but like I said, it'll react maybe to the con call. What did well, um, start off with Pyramid Pharma, revenues up 14%, so that was okay. Uh, but operating profit margin zoomed in trade, 861 basis points uptake, 13.7% versus 5%, pat at 10 crores versus a loss of 90 crores. So very strong showing by Pyramid Pharma, watch out for that one. Very strong showing by Cochin Shipyard, uh, revenues up 64%, margins up 621 basis points at 29 versus 23. On that base, they've up margins by 600 basis points as a result of which net profit up 103%. Strong, strong showing, very likely that the stock will do well. Keynes Tech 2, revenues up 76%. Margins were down, which is a bit of a disappointment, but the PAT was still at up 97%. So strong showing by this one. And watch out for Keynes Tech 2. Uh, could be an interesting one. So that's the long and short of stocks. Actually, a very long list. So I'll hand it back to you, Alex. Um, and uh, looking forward uh, to seeing some of these reactions today. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.